Hello, everybody. Welcome to our coffee talk. As every Friday, we're going to be talking about eight minutes over a cup of coffee about fair pay and planet fair and how to get there very fast. My name is Enrique van Platen, and today I'm going to wake up Margaret with my super cool coffee cup. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So I'm Margaret Bjerndorter, and I don't have coffee because it's too early in the morning because I'm in Arizona. So it's 5 a.m., so I just have uh, fruit-infused water from the conference. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Super cool. Yeah, I'm actually on Tenerife now. So we've been really traveling a lot from France now here and now we are eight hours apart. Wow. So my breakfast is over already. And I've just had a, as we always talk about money and fairness, I've had a very short discussion with a neighbor that passed by the garden. And he came by this morning, said good morning. And um, somehow he said, oh, the, the, the guy with the gas bottles just was around. Do you need one? I just bought one. It's 16 euros and 13 cents. And I said, oh, wow, is that a lot? Or is that little? And he was like going nuts and saying, this is hilarious. It used to be like 12 or 13. And the prices really have exploded here, like the gas and everything. And then the moment came where he was counting down like three, four, five, seven things that are going up. And the last sentence he said, and you know what? My wage is not changing. It's the same as always. And then we ended like a little wage discussion about fairness. So that was my start. And um, I want to know more about uh, you and Margaret today, because I know you are on the World at Work conference there. So how is it? What have you seen? Tell me, please. Yeah, uh, I mean, that resonates a little bit with one of the talks that I attended yesterday or the day before, and it was um, really about minimum wage um, in the US. So this is very US-centered conference. So. Um, and there, so the federal minimum wage is 7.25, but what is happening is that both at the state level, states are setting higher minimum wages. I mean, it was in the news when Seattle wanted to put their minimum wage at $15, so more than double the federal uh, limit. Um, and so the conversation was a lot about, okay, how do companies pre prepare? Do they preempt this? And this kind of resonates, I think, if if anything, from all the sessions that I attended, if anything resonates um, or kind of the theme that emerged, not from the speakers, but from the audience, the practitioners, the, you know, the comp people that are on the ground is they are having a hard time hiring um. anyone. So uh, whether that's, you know, low, for lower skilled work or, um, or higher skilled work, everybody is having a tough time uh, hiring. So a lot of the discussion was, for example, about um, how do you optimize your rewards packages? Because the reality in the US is very different from Europe. So in the US, you know, there isn't a state-sponsored healthcare. Um, mm -hmm. There isn't a state-sponsored mental health there isn't a state sponsored that i mean none none of the health uh, aspects of your life are state sponsored for working adults uh, and their children so that has to be provided by companies so then the, then the question is okay you know what is the right level of healthcare you know what is the right um reward so that you can signal to your potential employees that you are a company that is welcoming and your culture is something that you want to join. So, for example, here, again, a different reality from what we are used to over in Europe, but, you know, do you provide healthcare for same-sex couples? It seems <laughs> like 
it should wow. be a default. I know, but that's yeah. the reality. Not all companies yeah. do. So, you know, so these are the types of conversations that were happening. That's really completely out of I, I, out of what I would have thought. I would say it's default. Could you ever even ask the question? But the, I think it's interesting then I could imagine if I would like look for a job, I'm not only looking for like a fair wage. I want to have a fair living in total. I'm again, I want the health care. So if they have trouble, they probably need even more uh, goodies isn't the right word probably, but they need to sort of um, build a workplace and a living place in a way for their employees so that they get them. Yeah. If I understand you right. Yeah. So one of the conversations was, do you uh, provide extra maternity leave? And when, when we were talking about extra maternity leave in the US is literally beyond the four weeks that are mandated. I can't remember if it's four or three, but I think it's around four weeks, you know, do you uh, provide extra maternity? Um, do you offer daycare credits so people can actually afford to come back to work? Because one of the challenging things for parents in the US is that childcare is extremely expensive. So if you are not above median wage, it might not be economical for you to return to work. So, you know, there are all of these challenges in building up workplaces um, that are very different from what we are used to in Europe. Yeah, yeah, that is really interesting. You think about, about a whole, uh, a lot bigger package in yeah. a way. Yeah. And if, yeah. And then if the people don't go back to work, I'm just thinking of the Germans at maternity leave, and then you stay like home for three years, for example. I mean, how could you survive that in US in a way? You probably can't. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Yeah. So, yeah, and I mean, I think that's one of the um, structural changes that maybe need to happen. Um, but yeah. we are far away from that. So what the organizations... Uh, yeah, so what our <laughs> Go ahead. I just, just wanted to ask, uh, we had a talk together as well. I wasn't there, I know, but you had the talk on the session that we had. Was there any special questioning coming out of that in another direction again, or more like what you were just saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah so I was talking about uh, global fair pay legislation and how that affects companies. And another kind of you know a big difference between europe and the us is that when we conduct these analysis in the us they almost have to be privileged because the risk of uh you know legal cases being brought against you um is so high so when we think about fair pay in the us we have to put almost a different hat on um so usually all of these analyses are shielded. So, for example, um, when, uh, you know, we were talking about and yeah, and then we told the employees, you know, what we were doing and why they were getting <clears throat> races. So this was a result of equal pay analysis. And you can just see their faces go like, <laughs> this is just not the US reality that you can do that. So, um, so there actually there are a couple of um three states so it's massachusetts colorado and a third state um the offer safe harbor meaning that if you conduct an equal pay analysis um you can and you react on it and you fix it it can't be kind of held against you in court of law um but that's only three states but i think that 
will be something that we'll see more of because I think it's the only way to allow companies to look at their data and react to their data and be proactive in monitoring the pay equity as, a, as opposed to kind of reactive once a year um, pay audit under privilege. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Wow, I, I think we could go on for hours. I, I actually lost the time, but I, I believe we sh we're probably on eight minutes already and could go on for hours on the speciality between uh, US and Europe. Is there anything else I don't want to miss? Yeah, I mean, our yeah, minutes I, I, over for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are some interesting things like there's a lecture on uh, rewards in cryptocurrency, for example. Um, so apparently some sports legends are now requesting their pay to be in crypto. Um, but there, were, there was one really good uh, presentation about anti-oppressive total rewards um, by Rashimi Dixit and Kate Dixon. And I have actually invited them to become guests on this video cast. So hopefully, yeah, I was impressed. So hopefully um, they will be our guests next week. Super cool. Now, now that's something to look forward to. No, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I would say with this super cool news for next week and some special guests, we can say goodbye for, for today. <laughs> yep. See you next week. <laughs> See you next week, Margaret. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.